Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily vlogcast that helps us, uh, especially during this Lenten season, fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and uh, the perfecter of our faith. Today's text is from Matthew chapter 16, and it is the account of the transfiguration. Now, life has some life has some big questions, uh, big questions about God. You know, is there is there a God? If so, is is this God with us? Uh, what's his heart like toward us? Is he is he for us or is he against us? Is he angry? And uh, in the ministry of Jesus, we get big answers. Uh, God in the flesh is made manifest, or the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, uh, says John. And we see this manifestation of God in the flesh, that God is among his people in the transfiguration. Then we also learn, well, is he for us? We go to the cross, we go to the grave, we go to the resurrection and his ascension. Now we know that God uh, in the flesh is also also for us. So in Jesus, God is with us so that he might become sin for us. Now in Matthew chapter 17, the account begins with a little uh, reference point uh, of time. It says, after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, the brother of James, James, and led them high up a mountain uh, by themselves. So, so this this reference point after six days speaks of um, Matthew chapter sixteen and the confession of Peter. Jesus is is asking his disciples, "Well, who do people say that I am?" And they say, "Well, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still." Others say, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But Jesus says, who do you say that I am? And Peter says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Peter, uh, by the gift of the Holy Spirit, understands, it is revealed to him that Jesus is the Messiah. But then Jesus tells Peter and the rest of the disciples, well, don't, don't tell anyone. You ever wonder why if Peter has just declared that Jesus is the Messiah, that he's told by Jesus not to tell anyone? Well, right after that, Jesus explains that he must go to Jerusalem, that he must suffer, that he must die, and on the third day be raised to life. And there's Peter, um, right in front of Jesus, saying, No, Lord, this shall never happen to you. To which Jesus says to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You don't have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. And so the disciples, they, they understand the person of Jesus, that he is the Messiah, the promised one, but they don't understand his work. Then he must go to Jerusalem, that he must suffer for the sins of the world, that he must die, but on the third day be raised to life. And so after six days, Jesus takes Peter and he takes James and John and they go up on the mountain. They are eyewitnesses of his majesty. And there the text says he is transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. So the word transfigured there means uh, uh, metamorphosis. It's what is hidden is revealed. Jesus doesn't turn into the Son of God, but rather he reveals to them that he is the Son of God. He, he pulls back this, this hu- humanity 
and he shows them a full revelation of his divinity. So what is hidden here is now now revealed. He has transfigured his his face. It, it says they're shone like the sun. His clothes became as white as the light. And then appeared with him two Old Testament figures, Moses and Elijah, and they were talking with him. But what were they talking? What were they talking about? Well, Matthew uh, in, doesn't tell us, but in Luke we have an understanding that they were talking about his departure. The word literally means his exodus, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. And so this, this Old Testament event, exodus, they're talking about the exodus of Jesus, the real exodus, and how the Old Testament exodus was just a, a shadow of the real one that Jesus was going to be the Passover lamb, the blood shed on the doorpost, the angel of death passing over, and that, that through the waters of baptism, he takes us out of slavery and brings us into his kingdom, how he, he nourishes us and feeds us. He is the, the manna, he is the bread of life, he is living water, and one day he will bring us into, into the promised land. And so there's Moses and Elijah, and they're talking about his exodus. And the voice from heaven comes, just like it came at the baptism of Jesus. And it says, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. And in one, one sentence, a few, uh, few words, that voice summarizes all of the Old Testament. It's just really a quote from Psalm 2 and Isaiah 42 and Deuteronomy chapter 18. This is my son. That's Psalm 2. Here's my servant whom I love. That's Isaiah chapter 42. Listen to him. That's the promise of the prophet from Deuteronomy chapter 18. So they understood, the disciples, they understood the person of Jesus. But they didn't understand his work that he had to go to Jerusalem to fulfill the ultimate exodus. Big questions? Well, Jesus gives big answers. In Jesus, God is with us so that he might become sin for us.